the real conversation that we were talking about was talking about, uh, you know, just how you present yourself to the world and how right. people, they, they kind of put these mental constraints on us. Um, you know, you know, don't look at it. It won't be there. It's like, what do you think? <laughs> okay. Cause that's my time. Yeah. You know, like you can't, you can't make your skin color disappear. You can't make your disability always disappear. So it's like, why can't I make fun of myself? Like, who are you to tell me I can't make fun of myself? And then internally, how does that make you feel when you're doing what, when people tell you to do that? It's like, what are you trying to say? Maybe you mean to ignore the hundred percent of who I really am? Like, it makes no sense. Those, <laughs> those types of people don't really mean much to me. You know, I don't really give them much thought because it's like, they obviously aren't watching, engaging with me for who I am or like the person I am rather, you know, cause they like, you know, they like seeing like, they like making fun of disabled people or they like being edgy and making those jokes, you know, not necessarily because they like, they like me as a person and the content I make and the art that I create. And mm -hmm. so those, like I'll reply to a comment every once in a while, you know, make a little joke, write it off. You know, that's like, that's like, that that's like they're basically like lobbing me content when they when they comment shit like that you right. know throwing me a little alley oop uh that kind of shit right. you know slam dunk easy content um and so th with that like i don't other than that like once i make the video like it's not a thought in my brain you know it's like those people tell me those things like they don't matter to me and they obviously don't like engaging with my with my content for who i am and the person i am so i don't i don't pay much mind to it yeah i saw that and i was laughing and some of your comments i was laughing one i had spongebob or something he was jesus <laughs> oh yeah oh and ladies and porn makes your damages your brand <laughs> yeah <And> then, <laughs> yeah like, i like to just i like to just you know i'm a pretty stupid sense of humor so i just <laughs> like to make stupid jokes you know and sometimes a lot, so of times, a lot of times they're at my own expense and when that's the case like i'm doing that because i think it's funny and i think other people think it's funny i'm not trying to cater it to like an audience that genuinely doesn't like you know people like right, me and right. stuff like that like i'm not trying to cater to them i'm trying i'm doing it because it's just like intrusive thoughts almost in my own head and it's like i feel like the best comedy for me are those intrusive thoughts that you might not say out loud otherwise you know that kind of stuff yeah and now when i saw that at first i was like what is he talking about and then i saw another one when you went i saw another one when you went to the um oh you said what do you mean you don't want to you don't want to sponsor somebody like me like yeah <laughs> Yeah, that was, you know, that was just my, my sense of sarcasm there because a lot of times I feel like I do get overlooked for that kind of stuff because of who I am. That's crazy. You know? yeah. Really? You think so? I think a little bit. I don't, it's not, I'm not trying to make a big deal, you know, or anything like that. It's just, it's definitely something I've noticed of uh, creating content on the internet for the past two years or so. So like right. you know, I I noticed it a bit, but it's it is what it is. I just keep going, like I said. Yeah, because a lot of people are noticing there's some algorithms. Um, you know, right now, like African Americans, um, people of color in general, women, women of color especially. Um, a mm -hmm. lot of them have found that the algorithm 
they'll they'll sit next to a person with the even on the same IP address. Um, <laughs> you right now that has access to uh, the internet, and they'll notice that person if their computer is registered differently as a white woman versus a black male. They'll see the algorithm will talk and speak differently to them and showcase certain different things yeah. in their discoveries. And so, like for me, like if I say that, like I don't even go on TikTok. Um, and if I do, I'll go under the 360 Magazine account that we just started. And I'll notice, like, wow, this is a, a whole splash of everything, right? But it's pretty much like our website. So I'm yeah. glad the algorithm, hopefully the algorithm will get that right. Because, uh, you know, we cover a gamut of, of, of different things, including um, politics, design, to art, and all this other stuff. But now we've always been, a, a, um, you know, an, an ally for the disabled community, um, in the queer community, all the communities. But, you know, I was like, when, when can we do something where we can actually just talk to them? Like, <laughs> like, well, like I'm glad I could, you know, yeah, I'm, so, you know, there's plenty of other uh, disabled activists out there. Like, I don't consider myself really a disabled activist. I'm just a person who has a disability and I like to make jokes about it and I like to talk about it. There's definitely better activists out there, but I just do what I do. Um, and I noticed that I have spread awareness that way, you know, doing the type of content that I make and stuff. And so I think that is cool. Yeah, you have. You educate a lot of people. Like, even sometimes, uh, I'm, I'm currently in the Bronx. So it's real loud over here. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. <laughs> um, I'm like, what's that noise? So, um, yeah, uh, this is so interesting because you you show, like, a little... I'll watch your TikToks and then you'll show something and then you take it away and you're like, these are my feet. And I'm like, what? You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's always, that's yeah, always you want to get my feet up. <laughs> yeah, that's always a good one. That's a shock factor right there. I was like, I mean, same thing, same here on my feet. <laughs> yeah. But I, but I was like, wow. It was like, but it's like, those are like some of the things that they don't teach us in college. They don't teach us in school, not even about our own culture, but not even about each other, you know? Right. Like, you don't teach us about, like, how this person really sees the world and why we do, we can't have certain things clashing too much because some people might be, you know, um, seen impaired or, you know, you know, some things may be louder than normal or less loud because people are hearing impaired. I just wish that we had uh, a society that taught us about those things and, you know, uh, amongst others, like, how to, you know, how to keep your credit good, you know? There's, yeah, there's, there's, an, there's an algorithm for everything. You think about. So yeah. I just wish that there was a better algorithm for teaching kids and teaching young people and people in society, so we can better get along and understand one another. Because if you keep hiding all the things wrong with yourself, and if I keep hiding all, hiding all things wrong with myself, or which I see fit as being wrong with myself, then who the hell that? Who the hell are we? <laughs> like, yeah, we are. We're, we're, we're like we're, we're we're both lying. So so to to, to see. Uh, a person like yourself doing that, I was just blown away. And for me, I think that's active, that's activation because right. I can't, I, can, I, I don't want to watch some of the stuff that's that, um, but that that's a bullet point and all that stuff. I want to hear about your story as a regular person, as a regular you know person in the community that happens to be disabled. I don't right. want to, you know, what I'm you know what I'm saying? Because your story is still a human story. We all laugh, cry. I mean, I don't know why you're laughing and crying, but I can identify with it. So I think that's so dope, you know? So, um, and then um, you were talking about school, right? And I forgot, with school, you were saying you were, you were thinking about not possibly going back. 
But when you were in college, what was your major? Um, I think I was doing like business or something, but I just kind of, you know, pin the tail on the donkey type thing, pick something that I wasn't really <laughs> about. Um, and I was just like, I took one business class and I was like, I don't want to go into fucking business. I don't want to be some corporate entity cog in the machine type bullshit. So like, and I think that, I think that shows in my music too. That I'm not trying to be yeah. like that. So uh, that, that was like yeah, an eye yeah. opening. Yeah, that was, was like an eye thing. What were some of your first day? What was some of your first impressions <laughs> when you went to school? Your what were your first week? What were some of your first eye opening impressions of school? And I'm sure you had them. <laughs> yeah, I that was the big one. Was just like this business shit sucks. You know, like I hate being <laughs> formal. I hate being what? formal, like, even in interviews like this, like, I'm not worried about, you know, being formal or anything like that, like, I I am who I am, I don't like, I don't like any of that, you know, what? that type of shit, but also just, like, I took a sociology class, and just, like, that's the first time I'd really, like, critically thought about, like, class struggle and stuff like that, like, that type of thing, and, you know, I'd never read into any like theory or read anything like that but i've just like seen you know i've had you know like the rose colored lenses are taken off after that and i've you know tried seeing the world differently and looking at it from different perspectives and stuff like that and that was that was why eye-opening to me as well was just like learning about class struggle because i like i said before like i grew up like middle class i didn't really like have to yeah. worry about I didn't have to worry about much growing up and stuff like that when it came to that kind of stuff. So yeah. So what's your um so with the disability that you do currently have, um were you is this a disability that you can you explain to us so we can know so we can learn more about it and get more educated about it from your yeah, own it's mouth? called <laughs> ortho it's called orthogryprosis. Um it's a newer, like, it's a known disability, a known disease, but it's very, there's like a spectrum almost. It's a bone and muscle, I believe, muscle tissue disease, like, with the bones and the muscles and stuff like that. And it balances, like, it affects my balance and it affects people differently. Like, there's uh, people that are born with it genetically, and then there's some people where it's just something that kind of like develops and it's not really a genetic disability but my version that i have it's a rare a rare like strain of this disorder this disability um it's orthogryprosis there's a long medical term for it like a whole like sentence basically that's my disability i always forget it but it's basically it affects my balance it affects my um my bones and stuff like that like i have very stiff bones almost like almost like an arthritis type thing you know very stiff joints stuff like that um you know very weak muscle tone um i still you know i try to stay active and stuff and not let it like fuck with me too much but it definitely limits my limits my ability to do some things limits my ability to like, I can't work on my feet for, like, an eight-hour shift, you know? I can't do shit like that. Like, I can't work a normal nine-to-five type job, like, on my feet, you know? And like I said before, like, 
when it comes to working at the desk, it's one of those things where if I'm not passionate about it, I can't do it. My brain doesn't let me do it. So that's, you know, physically you like, I ain't doing it. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I want to, I want to create, I want to make art and create shit. And that's what I'm going to continue to do. So basically with this, uh, with the, with the, with the disability, does it get worse with time as you get older? Does it get better? Cause you learn, I don't get used to it. I don't know if it's necessarily progressive as in the disability itself gets worse. Like, I don't think like, my body's going to start breaking down, but I'll probably feel the effects of it a little harder as like, you know, cause everyone, their body gets breaks down as they get older, disabled or not. Um, and I think as I get older, I'll probably just feel the effects of that a little more, but I don't think it's necessarily the disability getting worse. I think it's more my body and just me as a soul, me as a, you know, me as a whole, catching up to my disability i don't really know how to explain it but like i don't think like the disability necessarily is progressive but it definitely i've even noticed like there's certain things that i was able to do when i was a kid like you know a little like you know where i could like move my joints a certain way that i can't do now you know and stuff like that and i don't know if that's just me getting older or my disability getting worse but I don't, I don't wow. think it's necessarily progressive. How are you doing physical training for as well? Physical yeah, I've been, I've been through, I've been in and out of, I've been in and out of physical therapy all my life and stuff like that. So I haven't gone in years, but I used to be in physical therapy all the time. Yeah. I think we all, if, you know, if you're athletic and you skateboard or you, <laughs> you jump out of planes like me occasionally, um, I broke my, um, or you're clumsy. I'm just clumsy sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I broke my wrist. I did a scapular wrist fraction surgery. And that was uh, oh, interesting. Because I didn't realize, even though I'm right hand, I'm, I'm right hand dominant. So I'm actually um, ambidextrous, whatever you like. So I can get yeah. I can, yeah. So I was like, what? So I drive and I open up doors with my left hand, my left, everything. I didn't realize that. So I was like, <laughs> I was going like, to <laughs> It was just like so hard to like, it was just, I was like, wow, it put me in that whole space of like, like, um, what it means to be, um, disabled or what it means to be having some trials and tribulations in our physical, you know, because right. I didn't know that. I didn't know any of that. And I was like, wow. Right. And then you can't take medication and drive a car and you drive no. predominantly with your left hand. So I was like, and you can't take medication. So it was like, it's like, you can't do that and that and that. So, right. you know, it was, just, it was very like, you know, I felt it was kind of like sometimes I couldn't travel a lot. So do you feel sometimes, even as a child, did you travel a lot? I was going to ask you too, like, how was it with your family? Did you guys go to family reunions as a middle class family? Did you travel a lot? Did you get out the house a lot? Not a lot of that. We go camping and stuff and we had like a cabin, like a summer home type thing, but no family reunions, nothing like that. Um more like we traveled a lot for doctor's appointments. That was the big thing. Is lots of doctor's appointments growing up because of my disability. And we'd make fun trips out of it and stuff. You know, we'd have fun with it. But it was a lot of times we were traveling because I had a doctor appointment or had something. It was usually something con- pertaining to me um, why we were like on these trips and stuff. So, yeah. So, uh, and then 
what else did you feel was going on in that world? This Coco game, she's riling up. <laughs> um, what, what, what else? Um, so, uh, so basically, your the way you spent your life as a child and how you spend your life now as an adult. What's the biggest differences to you? Um, I mean, the biggest thing is just like my perspective. I think on the world now has like changed a bit, and I'm a little more like. I don't know when exactly I became self-aware of who I was and stuff, but I did. I think that's very obvious in my music and in my content, but I'm self-aware. Yeah. I'm very self-aware. And I think that's when like life really changed for me was when I kind of gained that self con like self like conscious of myself and who I am um, and the way that I live. And really I'm just like, I realized now that like I got to, you know make the best of it and you know i realized creating content on tiktok and stuff like oh shit i could like use this to my advantage you know to like create a better better life for myself than i've already had and that's not to say that i've had a bad life but like you know to make it even better and go wherever i want to go in life so i just like try to keep keep that mindset every day where do you get this strength to um to do all this? I, I was watching your TikTok video and I heard <clears throat> your mom. I heard your mom in the video talking, and she was more happy for you than you were happy for yourself when she found that you got in touch with Young Lean or something. Oh, that, that was, was like, a oh joke. I was yeah that that oh. video. <laughs> yeah that video. I was like, I was like, <laughs> The point of that was I was like seeing seeing what how, how I was seeing how much she could believe and she never she never gave in to that. I was I was telling a little a little fib that I was you know, telling a little white lie. Um right, right. I told her afterwards, obviously. I told her after right. I'm just I'm just I'm just fucking with you, you know. But she was so, but she was so proud. She was I so know. Proud. And, and she, is she your guiding force? Do you feel like, because you know, Mother's Day is coming up. Are you going to do anything special for your mom? Is she that hands-on with you? Because I feel like when you had a conversation, just hearing her, her tone and voice and the way she, like, came back, like, oh, my God. Like, I was like, oh, my God. Like, she was so excited for you. Like, like you guys, you can tell you guys have a, an insurmountable bond. Like, it's so, you can tell that something, like, powerful there between two regions. Of course, yeah, she, she, you know, is one of my biggest supporters, you know, she's helped me so much, and I appreciate her, and yeah, I'll take care of her, <laughs> you know. Right, yeah. yeah you gotta she take care so, of her. I mean, you gotta take care of your mom, because I yeah. heard that, so you better do something special for mom, and let me know if you wanted to help you do something special, because we should do something special. My mom passed away not too long ago, so. I'm sorry to um, hear that. Yeah. So when I heard your mom's voice in there, I was like, oh. and then, um, you know, Mother's Day is coming up. So we do a lot of Mother's Day roundups. So I was like, and I heard her voice and I was like, oh my God, I got to talk to him even more. So yeah. <laughs> even if it was a joke, I didn't care anyway. Because I was like, I just liked her energy. She was just like so down for it. And speaking yeah. of which, like, how do you go to all these concerts? Do you drive yourself? And I hate to I can't drive. No, nah, I can't drive. Okay. I, I have homies that drive, you know. I have homies okay. or family, like my mom will drive me if she has to. Um, you know, living in a rural area like Humble, it's hard to get around. Like I definitely okay. like 
like I don't ever really plan on driving and it's not there's plenty of disabled people that can drive it just scares the shit out of me to think about even you know me behind the wheel um I hope to move somewhere someday where like the public transportation is a little more normalized and stuff like that because I I like doing public transit like I like I think it's a pretty good way to get around you know so but so yeah are you thinking about, thinking, are you thinking, I was thinking about are you thinking like, about sorry you go. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead okay um around humble I was just gonna say like around humble it's just like hard to get around but um yeah that's all that's all I was gonna, I was gonna say it's just like yeah I don't I don't drive I I people ask me that all the time that's another thing people are always in that business about and it's like no you know I don't drive like I I don't want anything I don't want to do that you know I hope to live right, somewhere yeah, yeah. I don't think about that even so you think you so you think you, it's LA or New York or Chicago maybe possibly in your future Chicago, yeah. Chicago for sure yeah I think Chicago I, is so dope you would love Chicago yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. a really good like underground music scene there and stuff yeah, too. Exactly. I I want to be a part of that. I I I hope to, I hope to at least go there to visit. That's actually I, I kind of wanting to go there more than L.A. or New York, but I hope to hit all those places in the future. Yeah, and Chicago for Chicago is really, it really, it's really a beautiful place, especially in the summertime for yeah. you know a myriad of reasons. It, that windy city is real. It is yeah. very cold in Chicago. But I mean, the summertime is so lively, like you said, and the music scene is bubbling. And it's always been the house, you know, it's always been like the, um, what's it? It's definitely the headquarter for dance music for sure. Um, yeah. A lot of the biggest dance music tracks and stars have come out of that area Kanye West, Lupe, all that common. But um, they have a lot of great festivals, Lollapalooza in the summertime. So for you, like, that would be a great space for you. And you would definitely take, I'm sure that they, they would take notice of you, but. People take notice of you anywhere. They're going to take notice of you any moment, I know for sure. Because, like I said before, I was, they rapped with your music. I was like, I actually left some decals that I'm going to use on something that cost, you know, not too much money. But I was like, forget it out. You know, it's probably gone at this point. But, <laughs> but your yeah. music is so, you escape within your music. So I think that's such a, um, such a, a, a beautiful talent to have. And to be born with that, you know, even your voice, your speaking, your tone, your tonality. It's like, did you take any music classes um, recently, or you just been yeah. doing it like that? No singing, yeah. no Glee Club, no nothing. No, nothing. No, nothing. Nothing. Wow. No. So you took learned like, all that on your own. Took like a quarter in high school. I took like a quarter of a guitar class, but it was after my lunch period. And most days I just showed up with my food and sat in the back of the class and ate and didn't do my guitar lessons. And I can't play guitar worse shit. So like, yeah, other oh, than that, I've never taken a music class. I just like make dope shit. Like I said, I'm self-taught like everything. <laughs> I just been writing uh, since I was a kid. I don't know a lick of like, I don't know a lick of like music theory or like anything like that. I just make whatever I think sounds cool to my ear and I don't really I don't really leave a lot of room for outside opinions. Like people could talk all they want about it. People could give me their thoughts on what I should do differently, what I should be doing, but at the end of the day, I 
I make what I want to hear from myself, and that's it. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. That's dope. Because when I hear your music, I hear like it. It does have some elements of like that's 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 not your average indie artist. You know what I'm saying? No. And I like that. I like that. Whether it's good or not. Yeah, no, whether, no, that's, that's, whether good. that's a good thing or a bad thing, I, I like hearing that. You know, I like I like getting that reaction from people with my with yeah. my shit that it's they're unconventional, unorthodox. Yeah, like they are, yeah. Yeah. And so and it's such a and then and then, and then you, when you start to research the person behind the music, it's like, really? Yeah. No your voice and some of your songs. I mean, your voice, your speaking voice, it's, it, you know, you look like your voice, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you go deeper, you, you know, it's like, oh my God, you know what I'm saying? You know, because, you know, there's a whole, like, you know, persona of that voice until, like, your style, your swag is that voice. And speaking of which, how did you get this style? Like, you know, you have a, that's what I'm saying. You, you're giving people a whole nother world of what we're used to seeing or put on television or pushed out. Of a person that we were supposed to expect to look like they're disabled, like, right? You like you like this whole other like persona, and it's like you can tell from head to toe, like your persona is like. So how do you? Where'd you get this whole swag from? And then well, who's your first your, your favorite designers and artists and stuff? Shit, you know, like just growing up seeing you know the fits that like rappers I like hold, and you know Tyler the Creators a big one where right. like. On early on, when he's wearing like Vans and like Supreme to like now, like he's always been a a big style inspo. And of course, Kanye, of course, Wayne, you know, like all those guys. Um, but I kind of just wear what I like, honestly. I'm really into basketball, and I've always liked to incorporate like a basketball jersey. I'm wearing a fear of God hat right now, but usually oh, I'm, wearing like, I'm wearing like, usually I'm wearing like a Lakers hat or, you know, a NBA cap, um, you know, something like that. I've always tried to incorporate like my favorite shoes since I was a kid has been the Jordan one, um, you know, the, even back when I was in like middle school and stuff, everyone was hyped on like Yeezys and like Adidas and stuff like that back when that was like the trendy thing then it came back around to jordan ones and i was sitting here the whole time being like i've been wearing jordan ones you know since i got into like i'm really into sneakers too i got like 50 plus pairs of sneakers so like i yeah like i've been collecting since i was like early high school middle school early high school um so, so you 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 might you might get your little secret campaign in the future. You just never. I know. hope. I hope that's a that's a long. That's like goal. a huge thing right now. That's like, everybody's doing that, like Puma and Diaz, yeah, matching up everybody, like Gucci and Ivy Park with Beyonce. I can just yeah. see some, them doing something with you for sure. New New Gucci. Balance is New Balance yeah. is a big one right, right now, but. Bro. I like New Balance. I really like everything Reebok does too. Reebok, Reebok um, is killing it. Killing yeah. it. The Alan, those like Alan Iversons, the answers, yes. those are like yes. one of my. I copped a pair. I just copped a pair the other day. Like they're one of. They've always been a shoe I've wanted, and I was finally able to yeah. get my hands on a pair. That yeah, I really like. I really like the Alan Iverson line, and like I said, like yeah, I like to incorporate that stuff. Like I played a lot of NBA Two K. Girl, I never watched basketball when AI was playing. Or I think when I started mm. watching, he was like on the Grizzlies or something, you know, like 
back end of his career. But, like, I've always been super into, like, basketball and, like, even the OGs that I never watched. Like, I would watch old videos of them. I'd play with them on 2K, like, all that stuff. And I incorporate that into my into my style because I'm really, I'm really into like all that. And it's a big part of who I am. Yeah. I saw that. I, even though one of your performances, I was like, who is this guy? I was like, who is this guy? And yeah. Had, like, a cool little button down shirt on. It was all Floyd. Yeah. Like, so what, so are, are all your, do you feel like all your clothes are all designer or what's your go-to designers for some of your, like your cool, your cool casual fits? Cause I noticed you have a different. I was like, I, I was like, could that be? It looked kind of H and M and Zara ish. Cause I like, oh like, uh, no, none of, none of, none of. I was like, you're kind of designer. I wear a lot of vintage. Honestly, I'm uh, pretty oh. into vintage and stuff like that. Like, I wear like vintage Levi's and like Dickies and stuff like that. Um, okay. Like my hoodie right now is a Yeezy Gap hoodie that I got on. Oh shit! Yeah, I got the Fear of God cap on. I think the T-shirt I'm wearing under is uh, it's this skate brand called Stingwater. Um, Stingwater. It's just like Stingwater. It's just like has a mushroom <laughs> on it. And then the I got the here. Can I flip the camera on this? I think I can. Shoe um, can. Yeah, I get the shoe can. Got the Jordan ones on. Oh, uh, these are like my go-to. So I wear a lot of you know I do wear like Nike and Jordan and stuff like that. Adidas, Converse. But when it comes to the clothing, I'm really into vintage mainly. Yeah, um, vintage is always been sick. Vintage is yeah, sick. I like love vintage too. Vintage graphic tees, vin- you know, vintage jeans, yeah, stuff like course. that. Yeah. The fits are better too and they're higher quality. And they exactly. also about the Yeah, and it's all about saving because we keep on pushing out this fast fashion. You already know. <laughs> yeah, I'm really not with the I'm really not with the fast fashion trend. I've, you know, when I was in high school, I shopped like almost strictly at like brands like PacSun and Urban Outfitters and stuff like right. that. But as I've gotten older, I've like, and eh, this isn't like, I want to shy away from this and kind of, you know, curate a little more of a personal style and stuff like that. Cause I yeah, feel like, then- I feel like the stuff they have there is like catered to the masses and that n- doesn't necessarily like, speak to me on a personal level like it could be cool you know i'm not saying that all the shit that they have is like not good like sometimes there's some cool things but it might not necessarily be catered to me personally oh and yeah. then even even down to like you know your socks but your socks too um which will stop your your hair like what, what made you grow out your hair have you always grown out your hair yeah, I always, I'm the only person, I got a hat right on right now because it's honestly, it's a little out of control, you know, I'll give you a little, it's, it's not, it's nothing exciting, it's just like kind of everywhere right now, but I'm the only person in my family that has like, even like slightly curly hair, you know, Everyone oh wow, I like straight hair, so I've always like growing my hair out because it grows a little differently than everyone else in my family. You know, just a little wavier and stuff. I've yeah. had curly. I've had curly hair since I was a kid, um, and yeah, I don't really like. I don't really do a lot with my hair. On I'm gonna be honest with you. I just kind of take a shower, put shampoo and conditioner in it, and let it dry. And you know, when it gets crazy like it is right now, I just slap <laughs> a hat on 
I slap a hat on and call it good. Yo, and what kind of shampoo and conditioner is that? I'm sure it's not just your average swab. No, right? I use that. I use that Irish spring. Oh, no, it's going to be something bougie. I know it. I know nah, it. No, no, I honestly, I'm not going to lie to you and act like I use some fancy shit. I use the Irish Spring well, Irish fucking is pretty fancy still. <laughs> drugstore, drugstore. It's like five-in-one conditioner. Shampoo. Yeah, and everyone says I shouldn't use it. My girlfriend tells me, you know, that shit's bad for you, blah, 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 but it makes my hair look good, so... I don't really care. Like I'm, not, I'm you, not. I'm not. How was girl? How, how was your girlfriend dealing with? Um, how long? How long have you and your girl been together? How she had, um dealing with all this new fame you got? Because you got. I mean, this is not the first list you're on. You're gonna. You've been named one of the top curators on tons of different lists. So yeah, this is gonna yeah. be your first. Sure. Yeah, she. Uh, she's been. You know, she's been with me before I got any sort of oh, wow. or anything like that Yo. yeah we met out out of high school and um we like to keep our relationship pretty like private and stuff pretty to us but like i'll just say like you know i love her and she loves me and supports me and uh yeah she we've been dating since for three years now almost and you wow. know she supports everything i do, do and is always super supportive of me and you know lets me be who i am and, you know, it's oh. dealt really well with, like, everything that's come with, uh, she's always dealt really well with everything that's come with, uh, you know, this internet shit and the way I handle it. And she's, you know, she keeps me grounded for sure. I definitely right. would be a lot less humble if I didn't, if that's I didn't have her. Right. You know, she's like my rock, you know. Yeah, because so, you know, it's going to get worse in a good way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And but um, speaking of which, since you know, you, I mean, that's great to know you're grounded. You have all these amazing things, great sense of style. Um, do you do you partake or do you have any favorite um graphic or mixed media artists or painters? Like I love Basquiat. Do you love? Do you have any of your favorites? Like Andy Warhol. Um, I mean, I got I I'm gonna plug a personal homie. Really quick, if that's cool. My all right, come Lucas, on, yeah, yeah. My friend Lucas Balsley, um, I could send y'all his Instagram yeah, or whatever if y'all want to. He, uh, he's a really dope multimedia artist. He paints, draws, does graphic design, uh, 3D design, all that. And he really helps me with a lot of my art for my albums and cover yeah. art and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Photography, he does all of it. And he's really been like a really, not he's not only one of my closest friends but just a really like good person to surround myself with when it comes to uh creating art and creating wow. uh, yeah i have some you of his art i'll actually show yeah, you noticing that your picture post i got he did this painting right there no I yeah he did wow. he did this one of my <laughs> that's my cat. oh no i love it and then well, he did, your cat, cat. He did uh, this cat. one above my bed, too. Joe, the alien one, right? Yeah, the alien one. And he also designed my... Uh, I I think I did actually... Your, your, merch, your merch, your merchandise. Yeah, your merchandise. Yeah. He did my merch, and he also did my album cover for my upcoming album, too. Whoa. Um, I was just so he does a lot of work for me. 
he does a lot of art for me and is a really just a dope person. I'll let him know that like I, I plugged him, but, um, you know, I didn't ask for his permission or anything like that, but I don't think he'll care because he deserves the recognition and all that. That's dope. I like that. I was just, I forgot to ask you that, but it slipped my mind, but I'm, cause I want to make sure I, I get cut some other bases since we got, you know, we got a second little interview pretty much I guess going on, but no, I don't want to keep you too much, but, are you doing anything alongside of any other activity, uh, any other uh, community service organizations? Are you working in tandem with any other ones? That um, I'm not doing any of that kind of stuff right now. I haven't had a lot of those opportunities actually brought to me um, okay. yet. You know, like anything that I can do to help people, like I will. Uh, you know, if it comes, like I, I try to spread awareness for things when it's something I believe in, you know, and try to like, I try to let my uh, moral, like I try to make my morals, you know, how, you know, on social issues and stuff like that. I try to make that very clear with my content, this side I'm on, because I want to be on the right side of history and all that, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, any, yeah, any sort of organizations and stuff that reach out to me, about stuff like that, like, I definitely will be, like, listening to them and, you know, and giving them a chance to be heard and maybe collaborate and stuff like that. I hope, I hope those sort of opportunities are brought to me. Um, yeah, yeah. And speaking of which, what are your thoughts in, on the whole, um, the whole, uh, ordeal in Russia? Oh, man, and like, the whole ordeal in, um, you know, Ukraine. You know, like, I talked in Ukraine and all that. Like, I, I spoke briefly on it on TikTok. I know I made a few jokes because everyone was talking about, like, oh, getting drafted, stuff like that, you know, and being a disabled person and getting exempt from that, even though that's just, like, fear-mongering bullshit. Like, no one's getting drafted, you know. Um, <laughs> it's still, like, I've, I've always made that joke, even when I was a kid, like, whenever there'd be like a world war three rumor type thing it's like oh i'll never have to worry about going into the military stuff like that you know um you know and all that but like when it comes to that like i just you know war is never a good thing and i think it's disgusting when people are like egging on for like a war to happen and that kind of shit because i'm seeing a lot of that honestly where people are like oh we need to go to war. Like, it's good for the economy, that kind of shit. And it's like, when did, you know, when did, like, people's... i sorry about that. Um, it's all good. It was an issue with, um, what's it called? The uh, the version of Zoom we have only allows for a certain amount of time on Zoom. So that's why, yeah. Okay, for sure. No problem. Yeah. I'll be answering in a second, and we will close off. Sorry about that. All good. Be back. All righty. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. So, um, technology out. <laughs> What's up? I said, well, all these devices and this new 5G now. Yeah. So, um, sorry about that. But no, you were talking. Um, we left. Uh, we're talking about Ukraine or something. Yeah, you were and you're talking about war and economy. I mean, you said that um, you make it fun. You feel like nobody should be doing it, going through that. Yeah, I mean, 
you know, I'm not the most politically educated person in the world. Like, I'm not going to act like I'm woke. Like, I'm not, like, some woke, like, super educated person. Um, you know, I don't really engage too heavily in politics unless it's something that I feel strongly about or something that, or something that, you know, affects me as a person and the way I live. Um, but I will, I will say that I don't know. I'm just tired of all the hatred we got in this world. You know, we're living in, and um, you know, I experience it. You know, people of color experience it. You know, people of different religions, different creeds, they experience it. Um, and it's just, you know, it's just, it's not good. Like I, I really like. I don't have too much else I could say on it other than you know that. I, I just want to be on the right side of history, and I want to, you know, I want to see change be made, you know, and I want to, I want to see that change, and I want to be that change in the world. As I drop you, as corny as it sounds, you know, I want to be the change, and I want to see in the world type shit, you know, all that. Can you give us a little freestyle that you want to see? Shit, a little freestyle. Um, you're so good. You're so good. I'm not feeling put on the spot, man. I'm feeling okay. Let's see. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I don't know. I'm sorry, man. I'm put on the spot. I'm nervous. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going gonna... to fake it. I'm not going to fake it. I'm... Oh, man. Man, maybe maybe some other time I could send y'all something or I yeah, wow. Yeah. We touched on a lot of shit there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty deep, I'm not gonna lie, I don't know what I could say right now. You know. But now I was bring it up. So cool, so your um your, your twelve hours. Um, um, hopefully it's April something, maybe June. Like, yeah, I will say I am gonna drop a little like in you know in old school rap fashion. I am gonna drop like a little sorry for the wait mixtape in the meantime. Touch shit, you know, like some old school Lil Wayne type shit. In the meantime, um gonna freestyle over some beats other people's beats and stuff like that and put that out probably by the end of this month just something to hold people over until the album comes out yeah, that was good there was um is there anything else you wanted to ask i know we had a three-part conversation and I really enjoyed speaking with you because I got to learn a lot about, you know, just you as a human being and your music and where it came from. And now I definitely understand the spot behind your music. Um, and then I love the, exper the experimentation of it. So when you explained it, and I was just like, whoa. So it's like no formal training. It's just like, so I'm definitely excited to put you on, you know, a list of, Things to do right after we get off here is yeah, because I want to I want to know your your um your journey and like whoa 
and I and I love my music. <laughs> oh yeah, I love recording. I mean, that music. So when I heard it, I was like, "Oh my God, he's so good!" Like it's so, it's so, it's like it's just I love it. And then every once in a while, I hear it, and I'm like, "What?" So I, but I love the message. Most point, yeah, I, I love your message. Is there anything else that you want to before we go about or your journey or what's next for you um, or how we can help you? Man, I, I really just appreciate the coverage, you know, that like that someone wants to take the time to like talk to me on the art that I'm creating that I'm passionate about, you know. Like, I really appreciate that. Um, there isn't, we touched on, like I said in my email between, uh, between calls, like, we touched on way more than I was expecting to talk about, honestly. Um, and, oh, right. yeah, like, I, I was not expecting to dive this deep, and I'm really fortunate that we did, you know, I'm really, I'm really glad that y'all wanted to take the time to, like, hear what I have to say and my thoughts on things. Um, and so I really appreciate you giving me that platform to do that. You know, I know I have my own platform on social media, but I always love being able to talk to other people, hearing what they think on my on my art and all that. And I really appreciate that. Um, I don't really have anything else to say, honestly. Like, I, I'm really glad with how this went. I'm very fortunate um, that you gave me the time to talk about this. Yeah, and I appreciate having you as well. I think one of our first whole thing this whole like um people who are underrepresented. So for me, like special and heartfelt. Like you, like how do you follow up with you? But I, like, how do we like? That means things that we. If, if you're the start of this, this means that tons and thousands just like you who are not and it's like so you are like one of our first people like one of our first people and this is like the best organic I know we have here and there but it's cool everybody's trying to act like it's Something just we just want to talk and get to know, understand one another, and help get better with one another. And yeah, you from Three Sixty Magazine, and Louie, not Louie, um, pretty much N O T L E W Y. Yep. Um, I think I'm so excited to stumble upon and. and Fast become one of your biggest fans. I can see you doing a lot. I'm just like, I'm so because anybody who knows when you meet someone so strong, it just it radiates, and it's like I know, and I feel. It's like you know, I can feel like you're gonna. Do you wanna do some amazing things? Part of your destiny, your path. That you have, that you know, and I think you, 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 you're, 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 so many people 
of being discriminated against for their racism or their physical matter is still not welcome or any other place that I deal with deal with as a group. So and be a, one of the first voices so overwhelming, you know, because you're together. You know, you have yeah. you have, you have, you have you, you, this is unparalleled. I haven't seen anything like you ever. So it's a great thing. I, I hope Ellen's watching to see this. <laughs> Someone's watching. Someone's, you know, I... I, I, I yeah. See, yeah, bro, you're going to be digitized. So I was find you have a link tree. Yeah. Um, so you... you <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so thank you. Yes, but before we leave, can you just, can you just shout out to Three Sixty Magazine? Shout out Three Sixty Magazine. You already know a lot more coming. You know, a lot of undiscovered people gonna be discovered. They're gonna wake. They're gonna wake everyone up for real. Really appreciate this chance to speak my mind and you know get you know give unplatformed people a voice and give un not unplatformed but unheard people a voice you know because i'm just a there's plenty of people out there like me that you know have these similar struggles and i just want to you know be a voice for those people and shout out 360 magazine 360 for making it happen i really appreciate it hooking it up and y'all were y'all were so kind to me i really appreciate it here oh i think i know what happened What's going on? Did something happen? No, I think what happened was it, it was an earpiece and it fell out, um, and and I and I was it had double speak to it. But could you you probably could hear though? It was I was like I was like why is the sound delay? That's why one of them fell out and they were picked up on the um tablet. Uh, so no, but um no, but thank you so much for yeah. So now I can hear you even better. So it was, uh so thank you for coming through and um. Um, we'll be in touch very soon, and we'll, uh, get, you know, if you have anything else you want to send us, just send it over, and we'll incorporate it. And once we get an article up to um, up to date, we'll get it out to you. And I hope you can share with your fans. Hell yeah, awesome! I definitely will be sharing that everywhere. Um, I'll if I get this sorry for the wait mixtape out in the next week or two, like I'll link you guys that because that's it's okay. done. I just gotta submit it and stuff. I got to submit it to streaming platforms. So I'm going to try to get that out by the so 24th. I'm trying to get it out by the end of March. So, okay. yeah, by Mar by the end of March, beginning of April, that will be out. Uh, if the if the article's out before then, then it's not a big deal, but it is coming. Okay. Yeah, we can put it all in tandem. Yeah. Also, just let us know, if you can, what, what are your, your top three songs that we should look out for on the album? Of my own? Yeah. Um, Summer Rain. It's a, that's one of my favorites in my own. You say that? I, I was going to tell you that, honestly, yeah. I, 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 Summer Rain, and I was listening to it, because there's a ton of other songs named Summer Rain, and I was going to say that. I love that song. I'm gonna, I love that song. Yeah. I love that Thank song. Thank you. Thank you. Summer Rain, Freak Show, which is a, it's a deep cut. You got to kind of look for it, but Freak Show. Mad influential, like song of mine. It like it's a you know it's my own song and it influenced me so much. Like it influenced a lot of my 
newer stuff. So Freak Show, that was a big turning point in my music for me. So that one's a big one that people should go look out for. And then probably to round out the list, I would say Crippled Fuck. It's from 2019. It's an incredibly deep cut. It's a little bit more of a darker, grittier track. Uh, I don't really make songs like that anymore. But if you're if you're making a list, I definitely think Crippled Fuck needs to be on it. Um, it's pretty deep down in my discography on Spotify and SoundCloud, but it's on there. Um, but I, fuck, but, yeah. All right, Summer Rain on Spotify. Yeah. Okay. All of them are all of them are on Spotify. All the okay. songs I named are on Spotify. Oh, okay. Yeah, got, yeah, they're all my any songs of mine that are worth noting are on Spotify. Right. My SoundCloud has a little bit more music on it, but not all some of it's just like home demos that I like posted on there really quick or something. And, and, and all your home demos, some, some of your best songs. Oh, um, your best cuts on SoundCloud. I have this song. It's kind of a long title. It's called I Had to Lose Myself to Find You. Um, that's a deep cut that I really, I really, I wrote that at a really dark time in my life, but it's an incredibly, like, meaningful song to me. It's an, it's a really deep cut. I recorded it at, like, the peak of, like, the pandemic when I was just, like, alone, super depressed, all that. Um, and then, so that song, and then another one, a deep cut that I'd say to listen to, another, like, home recording demo is, uh, the song 4AM that I have. It's another really deep cut. I think it's from, like, 2018, so it's a really old song, 2018, 2019, something like that. Those are some more deep cuts for people that might not be very familiar with my music, might have heard, like, the surface level, or not heard it at all and want to dive into the, like, deep stuff that maybe isn't as, like, conventionally, like, good music because it's more experimental, you know, but has more of a deeper, more emotional meaning to it. Bro, so cool. We're going to be on the lookout for that. I was writing all those things down. Cool. So, yeah, it's cool. And I'm gonna listen to it. Why? You think I'm playing with different listen to it? I love oh, yeah. it. So cool. So um no, so keep posting keep us posting on your links. And it was a pleasure speaking with you. And until next oh, time, yeah. keep on pushing and I can't wait to run into you in LA and New York or even in Chicago, like you said. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Right, Thank so you good. so much. We'll be in touch. I'll email y'all if I got anything else to show y'all. Um and I'll be on the lookout for that article. I'll definitely be posting it when it's up. Okay, thank you so much. And then also, yeah. um, we may use some of the sound for um, one of our new podcasts, too. For sure, yeah, totally. All of it, you know, everything yeah. I'll use this fair game, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah everything cool. we yeah. touched on. Yeah. Yeah, it was so good. I, I never heard your anything like you said before. We touched on a lot of great stuff. Now, I yeah. we should hear about it. It's like, whoa, this guy's deep. Yeah. As an average person. So, no. So, cool. So, let's stay in touch. And, was like, again, you made my night. <laughs> I, I hear you. Likewise, likewise, man. So thank you. All right. Well, have a good one.